We asked, you answered. The overwhelming response to our question, do you want more of these condensed episodes, was yes. So here we go. This one is a day in the life of an ADHD brain. This goes back a little ways into the archives, but this is a condensed version, and it's a great one you can share with anybody who's ever asked you the question, what's it like to have ADHD? Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And... The Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. Not everybody has ADHD, and it's not all just attention span. ADHD is just the worst name possible for this thing. So there's just a lot of misunderstanding. So I think, like, if we could do anything with this episode, it would be to allow someone who's listening who may not have ADHD to just realize how bizarre it is to be inside the brain of a person whose neurochemistry is this different <laughs> because it's different y'all we'd love it if this episode becomes a thing that you can just share with somebody and and say this listen to this because this will help you understand for those people who might think you're lazy or maybe you're you know intermittently not that bright <laughs> or you don't care, or you're using it attention deficit as an excuse. We're going beyond the symptoms here. We're going with what it's like to be us, to be inside our brains. If you've met one person with ADHD, you've met one person with ADHD. We're all a little bit different. Okay. Dana, a day in the life of your brain. Of you, inside your brain. Okay. So one thing to know about me is just because I'm excited about something right now doesn't mean that I'll be excited about it later, later today, tomorrow. <laughs> so I can act, it can be the most wonderful, exciting thing in the whole wide world to me right now. And then I will basically forget about it. If you have a friend with ADHD and you see them all excited about it, don't assume <laughs> that if you buy them a present for Christmas in three months or whatever it is that it relates to this hobby that they got, that they'll even know why you gave it to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. it just might be gone by then. It might be gone by um, then. Excitement doesn't mean follow through. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Another thing is I get really excited by ideas. I get excited by possibilities. I don't get so excited about the doing. And the fact that we can do something today and do it really well. In fact, if we started the business, sometimes it's because we do that thing better than anybody else in the business doesn't mean that we'll be good at it tomorrow or ever do it again. So the ideas and possibilities, yeah. those are like so exciting. So often we're yes. starters and we're not finishers. So another thing that I can do is I can make things more complicated than necessary. Complicated things are interesting. I spend a lot of time talking people off the complication ledge. I'm just choosing the the more complicated thing because Because it's, it's exciting. interesting. Yeah, complicated is interesting. So, and that ties back into my my ideas are exciting, the possibilities are exciting, the complicated is exciting. So, another thing that happens inside my brain is it can vary from how well it works from one day to the next, and it can vary extreme a lot and a exactly. lot, a lot. And it's more yes. than being tired. It's more than 
whatever. It's, it's a stimulation issue. As I've gotten better at managing ADHD, this is another thing that I don't have to battle as much, but I still do is some days my brain just, it's, it's like there is no starter. There's just no motor to kick over and it's just, uh. my chief problem in my life prior to the diagnosis that I had no explanation for was the simple unpredictability of, of what I, what I'll call genius. Like there would be moments of just absolute brilliance where I could tackle something and it would be amazing. And even I was like, wow, that was amazing. But then I might go days without being able to turn that on. And I couldn't find the darn switch. From the outside to non-ADD people, you look at, I, someone might look at you and say, well, you were brilliant yesterday. Where in the heck have you gone? Why can't you be brilliant today? What's going on? There is no consistency. We're great at inventing things. We're great yes. at building the parachute as we're flying off the cliff. Right. We just, yeah, we just, we just invent, 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 create last minute. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So the next thing is the small, seemingly little things in life can often be the hardest for me to do. Mm. I have to force myself to act. I have to spend a lot of energy on being aware and just doing something simple. And that's why things that are, are, are easy for someone that does not have ADHD, that doesn't have this issue, those things can actually be so much more draining for us than like there's no gas in the tank for the brilliance when we need it because we used it all doing mundane crap. We can be domesticated, but that can come with a cost as well. It does. And it also is, can be really hard for us to be domesticated. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, the small stuff that other people just seem to do, the laundry, the dishes, the the dud, on and the garbage, you know, all of that just doesn't rise high on our importance list. So here's my big thing. I'm not stupid. I can look like I'm stupid because I do stupid things. However, I am not stupid. It took me a lot of years to realize I wasn't stupid. And it can really be the absent-minded professor thing where you can be, you know, off the charts brilliant one second and literally the next second do something like push on the pull door and <laughs> you know yeah. and not be able to understand why it won't open right or yeah. the other thing is that with our memories are so um have so many holes in them is that we can forget the most basic things i have asked have people ask me my birthday i can't remember it my address my zip code I've right. lived here for 30 years and I gave my the zip code of my house where I grew up the other day. We can look like we are losing it and we're not. We just don't have the memories. We just don't have our, our ability to remember stuff. That's, but then, well, anyway, we won't get into that one. The other thing to know is that I am hard enough on myself. I'm harder on myself than you ever would be. So and you can't imagine how hard I am on myself. It is so true. And if you are listening to this and you have someone in your life who has ADHD, this is something to really like file this one away. They don't need you to point out how bad it is that they did the thing. I mean, all the time, right? Because they know they're more sensitive. They're more aware than, yeah, absolutely. If I say I can't do something, David, I can't do something. It's like, I can't do this right now. I can't. And it's, and you have to, I don't know if, if, if it makes sense, but it's, if, 
it's a, I can't, I can't do it right now. Maybe I can do it tomorrow. Maybe I could do it yesterday, but I can't right now. And it's not because I'm being stubborn. Maybe Uh my brain is being stubborn, like, because believe me, if I could negotiate my brain into doing the thing, I would. So you trying to convince me I can do it will just not help. No, pushing it, pushing a can't isn't, it doesn't help anything. It just doesn't. No, no, it makes it worse. And, and, And it's not laziness. I am incredibly sensitive. So be gentle. Be gentle with me. I am physically sensitive. I am emotionally sensitive. I am sensory sensitive. And things people just just thrown off little comments, critic just even little criticisms, they go right in under my skin into my heart and they hurt. Oh, so true. And we we might even not look like it. So like I'm a guy if you meet me, you might think masculine, maybe even tough. You know, I don't know. But you don't have to interact with me long to find out that's not exactly the case. Oh, I'm easily distracted. Very easily distracted. And if I'm moving through my life I and you're there talking to me or doing other things, it's hard for me to stay on track and get stuff done. And, you know, we, 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 we tend to arrange things to minimize distractions for ourselves, even subconsciously. And if you, sometimes if you break that, break in, it can, it can take a now and turn it into a not now. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I can't recover. Yeah. So interrupting someone who's doing something or talking to them when they're trying to get something done and stay focused isn't helpful. I've tried to train people and maybe I need it. Like, I think I need a sign. Like, because sometimes it's perfectly fine to interrupt me. The next one, just because I forget something doesn't mean I don't care. Just because uh-huh. I forget to call you doesn't mean I don't care. Just because I forget to do the thing you asked me to do doesn't mean that I don't care. Because I care. I care deeply. I think about you all the time. I just may not. But it not. doesn't mean I can, yeah, it doesn't mean I can return your phone call, especially, or even that text message sometimes. Oh, and here's the thing for family members. Don't tell me how to do things your way. Don't should on me to do something this way. You should do it this way because I need to do things differently that so it works for my brain. We like autonomy and we might not do it the same way twice just to keep things interesting. Telling me to do something your way isn't helpful. Help me figure out ways to do things that work for me, which means fewer steps, keeping it easy, keeping it interesting, keeping it less rigid. Here, let's just finish up with this one. We blurt out and say inappropriate things and interrupt. Yeah, it's true. We do. And it's sometimes it's just because that thought occurred to us and it's so exciting right now or, it's int- or we think it's brilliant. There's no brain like yours. Uh, <laughs> but I feel a lot of the things that you said today are, are, are similar to mine. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a great week. And remember, just go kick some ADHD. What do you think? Is Kick Some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share Kick Some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard. 